Have a nice day. Oh, yeah. Man, that's good. Welcome to Hub Day Wednesday, September the 20th, 2023. Believe it or not, the final full day of summer. 2023. Mm. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Crew is here. It's the Boss Big Show at 107.1 and 99.7 FM on that free Boss app you can download in the App Store or streaming through 1071theboss.com. Of course, you bring up on your smart speaker through your TV. A lot of different ways to listen. Thank you for choosing our radio show. We will put on a fine broadcast for you today with a lot to do. I started with uh, John Bon Jovi because that album, Have a Nice Day, was released this day of rock and roll history back in 2005, September the 20th, 2005. And Joe reminded yeah. me that uh, there was a big tour that year, and he happened to see the Giant Stadium when it rolled through. Yep, so I'm a Giants. I've seen him a lot, but uh, that was that was great at Giant Stadium. What a great show. Places sold out. You know, you cannot go wrong seeing Bon Jovi in concert. That is a great show. Even if you mm-hmm. see John by himself when he'll do a little acoustic deal, just terrific. I yes. mean, there's a guy that's got a voice. Maybe he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves for being a great vocalist. In addition for being a rock star. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is a guy with a really, really great set of pipes. Mm -hmm. And he is a rock star. There's no doubt about that. One of those people walks in a room and you say, well, there's someone who's not like the rest of us. There's a superstar right there, you know? Yes, (laughs) he does. He looks like a superstar. Without, But then they don't come over and talk to you. You know, know, he's not like aloof or anything like that. No. He's really... Really regular guy. Mm-hmm. Although when we uh, spent a little time with him, I did think he was more interested in speaking with Rochelle. And I wouldn't hold that against him for a second because <laughs> I would be more interested in speaking with Rochelle than I would be well, with I me. I think just about anybody would be. Yeah, which makes perfect sense. <laughs> yes, it does. Hey, I think he said, uh, do you want to take a picture? And I'm like, oh, John, can I have one too? He's like, yeah, man. Yeah, you can have one too. <laughs> he we really is. Scott, a- Scott Shannon and I played at his golf outing. Yeah, and uh, you know we we got played. We were done, we were done playing golf. Going to the where everyone's taking a shower, and I hear Shannon from the other side of the room. Come on, he's leaving. Got to get a picture. <laughs> so I am soaked, soaked. I'm I'm soaking wet. Right. So I grab a towel, drive myself up, throw clothes on, get out there. You should see this picture. I look like I, I have I have my hair's wet. My face is all red from being out in the sun all day. <laughs> it's the dumbest looking thing I've ever had. But I got my picture with John Bon Jovi. Well, thank you for the visual uh, of you running from the uh, the, the showers. Yeah, it's, I know. It's Scott said, don't worry. Yeah, I said, do I have time to take a shower? He said, yeah, we got plenty. Oh, yeah, there's no time. <laughs> then all of a sudden, the door opened. He leaving. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. You know who's another golfer is uh, John's dad. And, I, and, yes. again, and again, I'm not just being nice. His pasta sauce, the Bon Jovi sauce. Good. Oh, boy, it's really good. It's really good. Really good. Mm. I played with him, too. I played, I played in that tournament, I think, uh, two or three times. Yep. I play with the father. He's a really nice guy. Too. Great guy. Now, here's another reason I bring all of this up. And I will have a more formal announcement on Monday, October the 2nd. We're going to do a whole press release and the whole deal. But the boss, this radio station, is going to be teaming up with uh, the JBJ Soul Kitchen, John's uh, Soul Kitchen, which has locations right. in Tom's River and in Red Bank. So I'll, I'll get into all of that. I'll have some more details as to how we're partnering, how we're working together as we head into the holiday season. And we're proud to do it, by the way, on yep. October 2nd. Yes. However, last evening... Your boss jocks. And Joe was invited, but of course, ignored the invitation. <laughs> For what? <laughs> we what were inv- was I invited to? Well, we, we copied you on the email. You were welcome to join if you wanted to. We had a little get-together last night and got to have a tour of the uh, JBJ facility, the Soul Kitchen facility in oh, Tom's right. River. And we uh, they gave us a little sample of the food. They were nice mm. enough to have dinner. And then yep. we volunteered and uh, shadowed their volunteers because the whole deal, the whole operation is all volunteer. I mean, they have an executive yeah, director, great. but then everybody else is a volunteer. Yeah. Uh, we shadowed them as they served dinner to those in need last night for a couple hours. And it was also great to hang out. You know, so everybody was there. So us and 
Van Dusen and Kane and Jack and uh, Michelle, the whole the whole group of the whole rogues gallery, all uh, last night, and it was pretty fun. And I'll tell you, it was interesting to see who took what seriously. Yes, <laughs> it was. Dusen turned into a maitre d. He's oh like, my how, gosh! How, how can I help you? Can I get your order, please? I mean, he was took it very seriously. Very wiping down the the plates as they're coming out yeah. of the kitchen. I mean, yeah. very. So, what tables does this go to? Twenty two. Let's go to twenty. Get it to twenty two now. Like, what can I get right. for you? All right. Not that we all didn't take it seriously, but now Rochelle, did I not? Put my heart into it. You, you did. Rochelle says we're driving there. She's like, you're going to stand there and do nothing. You're, this is not for you. I, <laughs> Joe, I was scraping dirty plates into the trash in the back. I did I did it all. You. And, and listen, I've never Refilling earned a... glasses? I know a lot of people in this business started out, you know, waiting tables, whatever, till they get a job. I've never done that. And I will admit yeah. that. I'm a, I'm a snot. But I did. I put myself into it. And it was a rewarding experience, I have to say. You yeah, did a good no, job. That's it, a great... That, what they do is just absolutely amazing. They yeah. feed an awful lot of people. And you can just go in there yourself and have dinner, and then there's no prices on the menu. And what you do is you pay what you think it's worth. So a lot of times people will go in there and pay way more than they probably should mm-hmm. sure. just to donate money to the thing. I know I've done that a couple of times. It's it's amazing. It really is. It's a great concept. Now, here's what is a little tricky is you have to figure out, okay, this is the tea. This is the coffee. You know, this is uh, this is the little box that's got the lemon slices I got to put in there, and then I tell you what I really struggled with was figuring out how to do the. Uh, you know, there's etiquette teachers that would probably have a heart attack because I just could not get straight. Okay, the fork goes on this side, yep. the spoon and the knife go over here oh, to reset right. the table. But, but then they, uh, yeah. and I, I mean, I knew what side of the plate they went on, but you got to put. I kept forgetting you got to put the napkin in between them, and you got to turn the napkin such right. that the two pointy ends are. I could not get that straight. And this nice, <laughs> nice lady who was helping me, who I was shadowing, just kept going, "Nope, this way. Nope, this way." <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you do your best and you leave feeling pretty good about yourself for helping oh, you people. Do. So. You do. You really do. Yeah. yeah. It's, cool. it's a great great concept. See, I thought you would have something to say imagining me essentially serving as a busboy. No. Why would I do that? I, I mean, don't know. You're helping out John Bon Jovi and his thing. Why would I give you a hard time over that? That's great. Just because I'm a goon and I looked a little ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you looked ridiculous, <laughs> but I mean, still, you were doing a good thing. So yeah. why would I give you a hard time about helping people? All right. I believe that Kane has some video of you... Pouring some drinks, and so I'm hoping that maybe later tonight he will go ahead and play that, because I did see him recording you, and it happened to be the first time you went to the table and you accidentally spilled a little bit. I didn't spill, wait a minute. You spilled just a little bit. All right, see, now this is getting interesting. All right, go ahead. Didn't spill, it was just that uh, there was condensation on the water jug, you know, so I I think it might have dripped a little bit. It wasn't a spill, it was a drip. I didn't realize it was being recorded. And by the way, I know know he's listening. Kane didn't do very much last night. He was He's like, oh, you want me to to take some video? And and I'm there, and I'm cleaning off people's plates like you're supposed to. He's got a lot going on. He's busy. He's got a lot. Anyway, October 2nd, we'll have a big announcement. It's hump day, and I'm moving just a little slow. My body knows I got three more days to go at a job filled with office politics and drama. Yes, that's why I'm still in my pajamas. Watching uh, Channel 4, the uh, WNBC News, mm-hmm. and they had some camera footage from a garage up in Connecticut. Have you seen this? So there's a guy, I imagine a very wealthy man, owns himself a big house with a big garage, and inside there he's got a couple of Porsches, a Mercedes, and an Aston Martin. That's oh. that uh, silver sports car that James Bond, Sean Connery, drove as James Bond back in the day. You know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes. Just a beautiful car. Might be a dream car for me. Just a beautiful beautiful classic car 60s uh, Aston Martin and he's uh, sitting behind the wheel of the car and these two hoodlums break into his garage oh my god pull him out of the car and his wife's at the doorway screaming oh, and they caught all of this on camera I'll tell you what I I would have 
I would have bit this guy in the neck and <laughs> punched him in the nutsack and anything I could. That's so scary. This guy just let himself get dragged out of the car and they choke him and drop him on the well, ground. What are you going to do? They he should have fought himself. back a little bit. Now, luckily for him, calls police and they were able to use camera footage to track the car down and they were able to retrieve it before they chopped it up. They said they thought it was headed for a oh chop shop. Oh my gosh. Which Can is just extra, extra heartbreaking when you're talking about a classic uh, limited edition vehicle like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Classic silver Aston Martin. But I'm just saying, I'm not criticizing the guy, but if it were me, I would have just gone ballistic and just yeah. fought back a little bit. This poor guy let himself get beat up in front of his wife. You, well... Okay, first of all, <laughs> fight if, back, I man. Mean, I, he, I bet he did. They're carjackers, though. So what are you supposed to do? But when you drive a car like that, yeah. like an Aston Martin, you have to. He has to have more security. You have right. You Double have down to, on the security. You have to have certain gates in front of your home. I mean, you just have to do certain things because you are making yourself a target. You well, just. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not. Yeah. I'm not condoning. It's not okay. No. But you. I mean, you have to be aware that you are a target in a beautiful car like that. No, I understand what you're saying, but when you're in a community like this, a high end community, Westport uh, up there in Connecticut is a fancy. You know, fancy well, uh, waterfront community. Go. Yeah, I mean, the guy's got the camera system in his garage and yeah, all that. But, yeah. but you're right. I think you need to have a couple of fences. Uh, maybe you hire a guy. You hire Jeeves to, to sit at the front gate for... If you can afford a fleet of fine cars in a seven-car garage, right. you probably need to hire a guy to be out front. But I'm just saying, if it were me, they better not come to our house because I would just <laughs> go ballistic. I mean, I wouldn't allow myself to get pulled out of the car. Again, you you try and break the guy's arm. You bite him, punch him, spit at him, kick him, whatever you do. You just go crazy gun to your head you're going oh absolutely i don't care i'll take a few bullets too. you're gonna take a bullet for your car unless they shoot you in the face or in the heart you okay. can take six seven bullets you'll be sure. fine i mean it would hurt sure. but you'd be okay no it'd be fine worth it for the car absolutely, absolutely. it's worth it for the do you have any doubt that that's not what i would do in that situation well no <laughs> and lucky for me we yeah. will never own an Aston Martin. i mean when you think about it i'm basically captain america basically all, all i need is the blue spandex mm. oh god <laughs> superhero <laughs> Oh dear God! More no. than your average man, right here. I'll take those hoodlums, those uh, those criminals, those uh, carjackers down, babe. I'll take them down. <laughs> Blue spandex. That's going to be with me all day. <laughs> you like that uh, better or worse than me in the uh, the pink golfing pants? Uh, well, yeah. Well, the pink golfing pants. That's you know, that's not that bad. It's just it's just a wooden golf club. That must have been absolutely hilarious. But the. Uh, Captain America outfit. I bet that that would be that's just horrible. Great. Speaking of sports, 50th anniversary. This is a big deal. 1973, this day of history. Billie Jean King opened up her can of whoop against Bobby Riggs. Remember the uh, straight set six four six three six three. Exciting to go you- back and watch on YouTube even now. It happened in Houston at the Astrodome, and of course uh, she beat him. The Battle of the Sexes, mm. 50 years ago today. Do you guys remember that? Or you're too young. You don't remember. I know. Michelle wasn't even born yet, but that no, I was, that, was a little before my time. Yeah, that a couple of years was the biggest event. I, I mean, it was live on ABC. It was live on television. Right? They they broadcast the whole thing live. The whole country stopped to watch that. Yeah, I mean, he was really mean to him in the press. You know, so I think everybody's rooting against Bobby Riggs to lose, which he did. Yeah, and they made a movie about it too with Steve Carell, Battle of the Sexes. Yep. If you've never seen it, what was the T-shirt that they had? I forget what it was. I forget, but he 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 was he made a lot of money on that. Well, they both did, I guess. But it was uh, that was something, though. Boy, that was that was right. I, mean, I was in I was in I guess in high school seventy mm-hmm. three. Yeah, fifty years yeah. ago. Yeah, I was in high school. Just crazy. Uh, 
Now, I'd have to look it up exactly, but Bobby Riggs looked like he was about 70 at the time. He was not well, a young man. he was old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was why she beat him, because he was, you know, he was an old man. Yeah, but he was also saying that... And she was at the head of her right. game. I mean, she was she was a great, great, probably one of the best tennis players ever. Yeah, but... To, probably right. was one, is one of the best tennis players yeah, ever. Yeah, But to be fair, even though he was old, he was just saying, it doesn't matter, you're a woman, you'll never be as good right. a tennis player as well, a man. Was, and that's a, a bunch a, of... That's a bunch a of malarkey. Yeah, I mean, listen. The, well, all right. Let's not get into it. I mean, is that not true? But where do you go shoot your mouth off like that? That's not... Oh, true. yeah. But, and he couldn't back it up. That's the thing, you right. know? But look, certainly a different, uh, you know, you're going to hit the ball differently depending on the way your body is structured. So, I mean, that's true, but just to put yeah. it the way, but I think that's why the whole country was rooting against the guy. And that's what the movie's about, too. Uh, anyway, 50 years ago today. Yeah, that was slightly, slightly before my time. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, that was just absolutely one of those, one of those insane things that you remember, just one of those crazy, stupid things, publicity stunt that just took off and went crazy. Right. Live television. Can you imagine <laughs> That on ABC live television. Howard Cosell. <laughs> I love Howard Cosell. <laughs> was there at the was at the Astrodome. Yep. Talk about a chauvinist, though. Oh my God! You ever see some of the outtakes from him? Oh my! He, he wouldn't have lasted two minutes today. Oh no! Oh no! No! no. Very that full of himself. Would, very rude. <laughs> yeah. Very uh, whole, you know. Yeah. yeah totally. That whole thing would have never happened. Today. Archie Bunker Part Three. Today. You know. Yeah. yeah exactly. A exactly. But anyway, you go on YouTube and all the games are up there, and they're st- it's still exciting to watch. You know. But but she killed him. I hosted, uh, this is something you don't know, I hosted a tennis on ESPN2 for a couple of years. We had a deal because they play, uh, before they went down to the Arthur Ashe for U.S. Open, they do like the preliminary stuff in uh, at Yale. And when I was working up there, not at Yale, I was working radio up there. They, they had me <laughs> as one of the uh, the color commentator people. Huh. And I do my show, and then they cut to me, and I say, yeah, well, here we are, and we're talking to people. I'm like, what do you think of these screechy sneakers? Does that annoy you? Because you got to be quiet in the state. I ask stupid questions like that. <laughs> I tried playing. That's another thing I did is try playing tennis at one point. I was slightly better at tennis than I was at, uh, I was not terrible at hitting the ball, but <laughs> I, I can't really run very fast, so I get pretty tired pretty quick. And I was a lot thinner back then, but so I was not much better at tennis than I was at golf. But. Do you have a wooden racket? I, they gave you rackets, whatever they had there. The, I had a health club, and I went. And, uh, a wooden rack. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like uh, snowshoes, wooden racket. <laughs> yeah. I remember I had a wooden racket. I had a yeah, back they, when they, I first. Yeah, 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 I used no, to have a wooden absolutely. racket. Absolutely. That's why I was asking if he did that. I'd like to take a wooden sure. racket to you right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> a little Wednesday morning tradition. Get us over the hump, closer to the weekend. Something we call pre-coffee thoughts. Have everybody go around the room. Write down the first thing that comes to mind. Stream of consciousness before we go any farther. Before we plug in, have a cup of coffee. Free yes. coffee thoughts. Before falling asleep, you have to first pretend to be asleep. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Yeah. You know, playing chicken, lying there with your eyes closed. You're not asleep, but you're pretending you're asleep. And then your body goes, all right, we'll go to sleep. There are many nights where I'm telling myself, go to sleep. Go to sleep. I I feel bad. I, I do. Because sometimes I'll say, uh, how'd you sleep? He's like, oh, I fell asleep about 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, we went to bed at 10. What did you do for four hours? I'm telling myself, go to sleep. Man, that's brutal. Go to sleep. My brain just doesn't have that kind of function. It's rough. <laughs> it doesn't have that kind of high function. <laughs> After about 20 minutes, it just shuts down. Yeah. Nah. It's like a Mac versus a PC. <laughs> We never talk about brushing the bottom side of our tongue. No, I brush the bottom of my tongue sometimes, if I think of it. it kind of, I uh, don't. 
Gives you a little tingle. You brush the bottom of your tongue? Makes your butt cheeks tingle a little to brush the bottom of your tongue. Well, don't put your fingers in well, your I mouth. I didn't put my finger in my mouth, but I'm just, I've never, I've, I've never done that before. Now, I disagree with this. This is from Ross, of course, because it involves candy. A handful of M&Ms taste different than a single M&M. You agree oh, with it? 100% I don't true. agree with that. They all taste the same. And they're different colors of M&M, they all taste the same. No, I don't disagree that they don't taste the same. But if you have just a single M&M as mm. opposed to an entire handful... It's a mouthful of chocolate compared to just chewing on one little crunchy M&M. I mean, I guess so, but... I do see I do see where he's coming from. 95% of pickup trucks you see in the road are empty. There's nothing in a flatbed. <laughs> they don't need that truck. Yeah. They're right. just whizzing. That's fast. enough of that. That's enough of that. Going fast. Putting on my high beam, showing you I'm a big boy in my big boy truck. I know. I'm sure there's got to be a couple of guys that have got something they're hauling, but you're right. A lot of them just... Look at me in my truck. Big mm. truck. Mm-hmm. We drive truck. It's 4 o'clock in the morning, Silver Ranger. I see you every morning. I got it. I know. (laughs) You're a big guy. Well, we figured out who wrote that one. Uh. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. (laughs) If you're a local business, an organization, a community group, a charity putting on an event, let us know we like to share them every morning. Right about to 620 and 835. You can text us 732-774-4444. If you got one, you can get us on Facebook or right through the website and see a complete listing where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour, including this Saturday with Michelle. They're going to be at the Gordon's Corner Fire Company Feast of San Gennaro. Hopefully they got tents because unfortunately it is supposed to be a little wet, but it'll yeah. be fun nonetheless. And you're having ravioli, you know what I mean? Right. Happens from 3 to 5 with Michelle, so don't miss that. All the details on the Boss website. Sunday, another Springsteen on Sunday, live broadcast and brunch at Bar Anticipation. Lake Como, doors open at 8. The radio show starts at 9, so be a part of all the fun. And of mm-hmm. course, Tom always has special guests stopping by and prizes and, and more on site to win. And then Monday, the Tom's River PBA 137 doing their 33rd annual Vesticop. We are always proud to support our men and women in blue. That goes on from 4 to 9 on Monday. I believe uh, Van Dusen is making an appearance out there because oh. he's part of that motorcycle group and they show up for that. So okay. I think he might be cruising in there on his bike. Love it. So, a little added attraction for you. The Monmouth County Board of Commissioners Fall Job Fair happening at Robert, uh, Robert J. Collins Arena at Brookdale Community College, Lincroft, Thursday, a week from Thursday, September the 28th, from 10 to 1. Free event, full time, part time, temporary employment, internship opportunities. They got them all. Workinmonmouth.com for the info on that. The Friends of Southern Ocean County Animal Shelter doing an indoor yard sale. That goes on Saturday from 8 to 2, Bay Avenue Community Center in Manahawken. Meet adoptable furry little friends, shop local vendors, and a whole lot more for a great cause. Friends of Southern Ocean County Animal Shelter on Facebook. Just search them for complete details. And finally, Tuckered and Porch Fest goes on Saturday starting at 9 in the morning and running all day till 7 at night. Townwide community festival with local music, poetry, arts, and more. Hmm, very nice. Details, check out Soup Can Magazine. Dot com. All right. And they're covering the Tuckered and Porch Fest. And there you are, a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood, CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. And now, Aaron Rodgers' daily moment of zen. That That's the way you do it. Money for nothing, checks for free. Money for nothing, and checks are free. Hmm. That was Aaron Rodgers' daily moment of zen. You see that moon this morning? That's a pretty moon. And then uh, you can see Venus, I guess. It's beautiful. Yeah. Little little foggy, but very pretty. Was that right? Could you see uh, Venus better you than usual? You could see Venus. Yeah, you could see Venus. It looks, if you look up in the sky, it just looks like a big, looks like a big star. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate to very say this. bright star. Very bright star. I'm one yes, of these dopey people that I look up in the sky. I'm like, is that a UFO? What is that? You know what I mean? Like, I just, oh, it's Venus. <laughs> it's Venus. <laughs> and if it's orange, it's Mars. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I can never, it just looks like a star, really. I mean, I. Well, that's what kind of, I mean, unless you have a telescope, that's what they look like. I know, it's but just people like always say, oh, star. just look to this left to here, and then there it is. There's Venus. I'm like, I don't know. How do you do it? And you do that, too. You'd be like, oh, there's the Big Dipper. I never seem to be able to find these things. I feel. There oh. is a great app. It's called Sky Guy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It is tremendous. And for it that plays kind that fun music behind it, yep. too. So you feel like you're you're in the in space. It's really, it's really, you just, you just point it right up to the sky, and it'll show you all the, the constellations. Can you hear and the music? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Like you're, I don't hate that at all. Yeah. No. It's oh, really high. cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd I love my uh, GPS or my uh, my Siri to be uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I love his voice. You know the astronomer guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He'd get that nice, you know, kind of Morgan Freeman God voice, you know? Sure. <laughs> Turn left here. Neil, I don't see the Big Dipper. Where is it? I can't find it. <laughs> Listen to this. Elon Musk, speaking of space, says he's uh, going to charge ex-users, the former Twitter, a small monthly fee. He says, quote, somewhere around two ninety nine, maybe one ninety nine, maybe three ninety nine. This is the uh, the thinking of CEO of one of America's largest companies. Uh, somewhere around there to use the platform. He says it's the only way to oh. fight bots because, of course, the bots can't pay or won't pay. So he says there's a real problem with people impersonating accounts, which yeah, I agree. That's I mean, very I, interesting, isn't it? I understand that. He said he hasn't said how much uh, or when it'll start officially, but get ready to pay for Twitter. I got to tell you, I think I'm out. I don't know if I'm going to pay yeah. for it. I don't need it that badly. Here's the thing. If he wasn't in it to make money and a bot couldn't pay for something, it would just require one cent. One hmm. cent. Yeah. That's all it would require. Well, I mean, of course he's in it yeah. to make money. I mean, I get that, but... But I, don't tell me it's because you're trying to fight the bots on your platform. <laughs> I think he's a well, bot on the platform. Right. I think it could be both, actually. He could probably be fighting the bots, but also figure I can make a little money doing it, so... I just can't imagine that people are going to pay to be on... I I, I guess I shouldn't say that, because people... started pay, playing for the, uh, the, the blue only, check? Yeah, and they pay OnlyFans when, you know, porn is free everywhere, so I don't... <laughs> I guess if people want to be on there, they'll pay. But I just people I, go to conventions, even though it costs six hundred bucks just to get in the hotel. Yeah, I, do. I don't know why, but I mean, I feel as though that we, as a show, because I've said before, if I wasn't doing this, I don't need any social media whatsoever. I don't want to be a part mm-hmm. of any of it, and I think I would give my, I change my cell phone and give it to maybe six or seven people, and that's it. You know, sure. I really, I'm going totally off the grid whenever you know, the uh, retirement comes or whatever the deal is. <laughs> but I feel like right now I need to be, we all need to be, this radio station needs to be on the yeah. X, the Twitter thing. So yes. I guess we're, it's like we're being blackmailed here. We have no choice. Yeah. We're being extorted, right? I mean, you can't not be you, on it. I don't know. I don't think you have to be on it as long as you're on a social platform, as long as you're accessible to everyone somewhere. Joe, if the uh, the point people, the point station people are on the, the X, we got to be on there, don't you think? We got no yeah. choice or no one cares. Yeah. Maybe no one cares. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. Because people want to know what you're doing. And I, I think you just got to find out what the audience is and then go from there. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? how many people, I, I would imagine Twitter is a younger audience. And I imagine Facebook, not knowing anything about any of these things, I would imagine that Facebook is, for, is a little bit older, t- trends older. I don't so. think uh, Twitter is more, and X is more like, uh, it's celebrities really yeah and there's a lot of that whereas instagram is where the and tiktok is where the, the kids are yeah tiktok yeah. where the kid yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i really probably need to get on there and get one for myself because i know the show robbie and rochelle radio has got one but i need you you get the tiktok joe 
Me? No, I probably. I don't even know. <laughs> I got to do it. I feel the like, because everybody the, keeps saying, I get people asking I me. It's like, all oh, of you, you on TikTok? I mean, the thing with TikTok, though, is it's not like a, it's not like a regular social platform where you're posting different types of events that you're doing. It's little snippets of videos that you're making. So I guess if you're promoting an event, you could do that, but you would have to actually make a video of some sort. Or I guess you could have a slide of pictures that people would have to slide through. But So it's if I just not, want to post one picture and just say, here I am having dinner, you can't do that. I mean, I get Because right now no. what I do is I have one picture and I go, this is good. And today this is what I'm putting. And I put it on all the social pages. I it's do the same thing really everywhere. It's not like that. No. I mean, you, I get, you can. It's possible to do that. But well, like that's, the, that's all I need. The captions are a little different. It's not like there's a, a caption down below. It's not like you can see the comments. You have to actually go into the picture to see the the caption you have to click on something else to see the comments on there so it is a little different than some of the other platforms hang on a second i want to look at the uh because i don't have a lot of apps let me see what what can i what don't i need right now tell me do i need google meet i don't need that right what is that we had that because my aunt and uncle didn't have zoom during covid and i think we got that i don't think you need what about what about ways do i need ways because here's what i I like ways here's what i don't like about it is it's very difficult to look at it and zoom in at what it's showing you when you're driving and that's when you need it is when you're driving to look for traffic problems you know the thing that is difficult with ways is they by the way yeah they well they want you to contribute to what is going on in traffic so if you pass debris on the road they want you to report that but that's illegal technically to grab your phone and just report something on the app right right. (laughs) what, what about this threads thing do i still need it a lot of people on know. it, but I don't know if anyone's on there. I don't know anybody after the first day that uses this Threads thing. Here's the thing with the Threads. You could delete the actual app, but you can't delete your account now because it's linked to your Instagram. So I'll delete Instagram if I do this? So he thought of this. Yes. Man. You can delete the actual app. You just can't delete your Threads account. Hang on. I got an app called... Which I never post on there. I got an app called Translate. Is this Translate? Translate came with your phone. That's yeah. one of those things where you can translate English into another You're right. language. That that's on the phone. Hang on, I'm going to do Spanish to English. Joe Nolan is a goon. Let's oh see. boy, Let's see what happens here. Joe Nolan is a goon. Oh, well, it didn't I, translate it. That's perfect. <laughs> but how do I get it from? Uh, well, I got to go from English to Spanish. Hang on, <laughs> let's do French. Joe Nolan is a goon. That didn't. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a minute. Why didn't it? Uh... Joe Nolan is a goon. Well, it is true. Yeah, that's he is. Great. <laughs> You're so technically advanced. That was really sad, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't even know I had that app. Yep. Yep. Wooden golf clubs and. <laughs> I still can't get that vision out of my head. So good. I like that Robert De Niro and Grandpa. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Time for your mystery oldie of the day. Correctly identify what it is. First caller to do it, 732-774-4444. We'll go see Brian Setzer. There's a guy that appreciates the classic rock and roll music. Kind of does like modern versions of those old tunes. Yeah. He's going to be at the Basie September 27th. First correct caller, identify this mystery moldy goldie oldie from way back in the day. That's it? That's all you're getting. Kind of like name that tune. Oh my gosh. Now if you listen closely... If you know your stuff, you know your mystery oldies. 732-774-4444. No need to be caller 10 or anything like that. First caller through tells me what it is. The tickets are all yours. Bam. I'm like Emeril Lagasse. Bam. <laughs> One more time. One more time. Phone lines are open for the first correct guess. Meanwhile, we'll check the socials here. Speaking of the threads and the Instagram and all of that. 
I think most of them go on Facebook and the text connect, though. It's hashtag mom. We hear from moms every single day, and we share them every morning, 720 and 920. Sometimes dad, sometimes grandma, sometimes mom that's got two other jobs and still dealing with the little kids running around with their pants off first thing in the morning. These are mom confessions, just like this. At Jay Geller said, my kids will be late to school even if they lived inside the school. (laughs) They'll still be late for school. Still be late. It's tough. It is. Megan Howling said, my biggest soccer mom pet peeve is that is when parents scream at the kids from the sidelines to get in a different position from where their coach has put them. Mm. So I want to give a trophy to the nine-year-old who just turned from the middle of of the field and screamed, I'm on defense, to her dad. Defense. (laughs) Defense. Listen, Grayson plays soccer. There are those parents. Oh, I know there are. It's a lot. There are a lot. Everybody's an armchair coach. These kids are seven and eight years old. Calm down. Like, it's going to be fine. Because it's it's not about them. It's it's about the kids, and they make it about themselves, you know? I mean, screaming at them. Insane. I know. Amanda Gordon said, the first time you change the sheets on a bunk bed is when you realize what a terrible invention they are. That's just nasty. A hundred percent. I don't care for that at all. Why? Have you ever tried to change the sheets on a bunk bed? Oh, you're talking about because it's difficult to get up there? Yes. Oh, I just think they make a mess and they're gross because you don't change them that often. No, it's because you have to climb on top of the bed (laughs) and then you have to sit on the bed while you're attempting to change. You got to put the corner on, but you're sitting on the sheet. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's a a breeze and forget it. You know what I mean? Nightmare. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 729, 20, send in. You might hear yours right here. Mystery oldie. Hi, it's a boss. Nope. We lost him. This is a tough one. I had all the lines light up, and I played oh, a couple no. times. They all went dead. Oh, so. no. 732-774-4444. I might need to do a little more, you think? It, it's re- That's really hard. Hi, it's your boss. Hey, is that uh, Run Around Sue? Say it again. Is that Run Around Sue? Not Run Around Sue. Good guess, though. Mm. Thank you. That's about the right year, I think. It's that old. It's a real oldie. Okay. Like a doo-wop kind of thing. <laughs> Playing for Brian Setzer tickets. We'll give you a free pair of tickets. Head to the Basie. A couple of nights away, September 27th, we're hosting that show. Mystery oldie of the day. 732-774-4444. This must be tough. we got almost this no takers tough. here. You, might- you want a longer clip of it? Yeah. All right, we can do that. Hang on a second here. All right, let's try this. Oh. That kind of opens it up a little oh. bit, doesn't it? I mean, I hate to do this, but if you got no takers, I got to give you two. Now I can name that song in three notes, you know? Now you got it? I got it. 732-774-4444. Just be the first one through and you're a winner. Yeah. Good morning. It's a boss. Twisting the night away? Yeah, it's yeah. twisting the night away. I guess we need to... There he is, the great Sam song. Cook. The great Sam Cook. That is a good song, isn't it? I happened to hear that in a train station the other day, and I said, that's a mystery oldie right there. But we needed to... Couldn't name that song in one note. Had to do it in three notes. That's okay. What's your name? Right. Nicole. Nicole, we got tickets for you. Come join us. See Brian Setzer at the Basie on September 27th. Nice job, okay? 
Awesome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hang on the line. We'll get those to you right here from Jersey's Classic Concert Connection. Aries, a Sun-Pluto transit today helps you get in happy touch with your ambitions, clarifying your priorities, and opening up new ways to feel empowered. How about it? This can even be the first day of a new fitness or nutrition program. Taurus, the moon's move into your intimacy sector reinforces <laughs> your determination to connect more deeply with personal interests, hobbies, and possibly even a person today. Mm. You might take steps to improve or grow a relationship. Gemini, with the Sun-Pluto transit influencing the day, you're in a practical frame of mind that helps you see what's truly valuable and worth your effort, and what isn't. This makes it easier to find supporters if you need them. Cancer, the moon's in your work and health sector today, amplifying your desire to be useful. Hmm. It's also a good day for constructive discussions with someone special who can help you to see new ways to approach your life. Leo, the moon and the sun Pluto trine today make it a great day for self-improvement through better attention to your income, work, and health. You may discover activities and projects that make full use of your talents and skills and show them off. Virgo, your resourcefulness helps you turn something old into something new or a negative into a positive. You might take the hurt of a past rejection or slight and use it to improve your life or see a past relationship in a different way and it feels good. Libra, today's the day to recognize the need to make changes or focus on your personal life at home or within. Financial and household matters can benefit from extra attention, further thought, and planning. Scorpio, you're feeling more grounded and rooted today and it puts you in a good mood. Mm. News or ideas exchange can light a fire under you, you're strongly motivated to get ahead, succeed, and improve. Look at you. Sagittarius, today's a good strong time for dedicated work, editing, and refining a long-term project. There can be improvements or good news with educational, publishing, or legal matters, and you're right in tune with your priorities today. Capricorn, today you're getting a cosmic push to branch out and experience (laughs) new things, and you may be considering ways to bring changes to your life. It's also a good day to identify and get rid of useless items bad situations, and debilitating attitudes. Aquarius, the moon moves into a light area of your chart today, and you head to easygoing situations and people. You're bound to see self-destructive patterns or tired old habits in your relationships that could use some renovation. Finally, Pisces, efforts to strengthen a partnership can be rewarding today, and with the sun heading into a fine relationship with Pluto, you can feel especially supported or motivated by others and your relationships. Social affairs get a boost, too. And that's your Wednesday Horrible Scopes. Poor little Pluto. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Ross. Time to do the Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We'll count them down today. In really no particular order. Right. Maybe a couple of bonus stories uh, thrown in. If you want to stay in touch with us or you get a birthday, you want to be part of the birthday file, you can always do that. 732-774-4444 is our text connect. Our Facebook are all our socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. The X is the only thing we don't have, as a matter of fact, for the show. I got one, but we don't have one for the show. We were just talking about the Twitter. Yeah. At Robbie and Rochelle Radio or at 1071 The Boss. The Boss does have a X Twitter thing, I guess. But, but you know what? Who cares? <laughs> Number five. This is kind of fun. You know that little uh, opening thing your iPhone does when you... Open it up, it does the little noise when the Apple oh, yeah, yeah, logo yeah. comes up. Mm-hmm. There's a professional pianist, a classically trained pianist or pianist. Pianist. Who has taken that uh, iPhone, made it into a classical music piece here. Oh. Wow. It's actually a pretty piece of music, isn't it? Let me hear that from the beginning again. 
Can't you decide uh, what music you want when your phone boots up like that? I think you I can. You can put a setting and have it do the. Like I don't the, know. Ooga, if you want to, can't you? Well, you can change your ringtone. I don't think you can change the startup song though. That's pretty good. I want that That's to be that music, like pretty. on uh, you know, stargazing, like we were talking about. <laughs> very relaxing. Very soothing. Yeah. Yes. Ah, <sighs> very nice. Number four. Enough of that. Canadian wellness influencer, because apparently that's a job now. Ah. Gaining popularity for claiming that optometrists who recommend glasses are often lying. Now, I don't know about that, because I've been wearing glasses since I was six years old, but I'll tell you, I don't have the straightest teeth in the world, but I don't know that I needed braces. Frankly, you and I have argued about this. We've had a a hubby and wife argument about this. I'm not sure Lola needed braces. She's got them now. I thought her teeth were fine. Are they absolutely perfect... uh, Actress teeth, maybe not, but they're fine. There's nothing wrong with her teeth. I think that having the poor kid go through three years of braces was a little too much. I think that's true of most kids, and I thought it was true of me. Matter of fact, and I've mentioned this before, I got in a fight with my with my dentist when I was a little mouthy seven-year-old kid saying, I will not have braces because uh-huh. I don't think I need them. Uh-huh. So I think they do encourage you to go ahead. And they say, well, it won't hurt your teeth. So just for preventative, to make them just perfect, go ahead and spend the $7,000 on braces. Well, this woman's claiming the same deal with glasses, optometrists. I don't know about that. I, I think teeth are one thing. You don't have to have straight teeth. Mm-hmm. You, you don't. I mean, you didn't get your braces. You don't have straight teeth. Well, but wait a minute. You may, I don't look like Clem from no, Alabama I, either. I'm not saying that, but, but you do have to see. So I think that th- yeah. that's that's a little. Well, she goes, this is where she loses me here. She's well. I, I think the deal is you say you know your eyesight is not perfect twenty twenty. Maybe you don't need to have glasses. Maybe there's a sure. I maybe don't know. You but, don't but have she, to have twenty twenty vision. But isn't it better to have? To, yeah. I mean, we're talking about your eyes here. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. But here's where this, this particular uh, influencer really loses me. She's posted these videos. It got like millions of views, right? Where she says you can cure uh, bad eyesight. Now, not blindness or uh, glaucoma, something horrible like that. But just you know, simple you know, little less than perfect vision with holistic multi-dimensional healing methods that are quote backed by science like putting hot compresses over your eyes rolling your eyes exercising the muscles in your eyes i mean mm. I, there must be something to it but i think you can she charges you 11 dollars to take the class online and i guess there are people doing it because she's got like i say millions of views here's a little clip of her video what's the one thing that your optometrist doesn't want you to know about the fact that you do not need glasses. That's right. You may have been told that you need glasses, but that's actually a lie. Hmm. There are mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual reasons why you may not be seeing. And I'm here to tell you that that can be healed. I mean, listen, do I think that there's something to holistic medicine? Sure. I'm thinking. Sure, but when maybe. it comes to something serious like a loss of eyesight. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing that's going to help you other than putting glasses on. I- you got to have something that, that moves the uh, you know the the retina the way that uh, the glasses do, yeah, or, or the way that the corrective uh, laser surgery does. Yeah, I don't disagree that if you don't wear your glasses, you become acclimated to that, and so that. Yeah, but if, I mean, you, if it's just a little thing where you need a little reading glasses, sure, maybe. Sure, but if you have bad vision, I don't. I don't. But think I mean, like that's I'm blind as a bat, you know? Yeah, right. So. I don't think that's going to work. So I call them liars is probably exaggerated. But look, the first chance is to say, oh, your kid's eye is just 19.7. I'd get them glasses now. Sure. I understand that they're looking to make a sale. I mean, they, they're business after all. Yeah. But the dentist, though, that's a racket. Okay. <laughs> yep. Your teeth are going to be real crooked to need those braces. Okay. <laughs> Felt very strongly about that. I, I and know. I, and this is, this is true. I still have such contempt for Dr. Melvin Goldfied, who was my childhood dentist, and I look him up once in a while. He's still alive. And so the old bastard is 85. He's still living in Florida. 
Not that I wish are anything you, happened to him, but are you still glad that you didn't get glad that you didn't get braces? Yeah, my teeth are fine. I don't need perfect teeth. And I'll tell you what, I am a little pointy on the sides. Very easy to chew a nice steak. So, okay. And by the way, Dusan tells me he might bring me in a little bit of the the, the, uh, the steak that he had made for himself last night because <laughs> he was talking about that. He said, "I'm going home and I'm cooking up a porterhouse." I said, "Well, bring me a little piece." Okay. He, said, he said, maybe I'll cut off a little slice and give you some. He goes, some for you and some for the German Shepherd. Okay. All right, dudes. Bonus story. <laughs> he did. He said that. I believe you. I just don't know why. I, whatever. Because the man is a good cook. No, I know. And, okay. and knowing him, he's very meticulous in everything he does. It's going to be a perfectly cut piece of meat. He went to the butcher to get it. All right. You having braces wouldn't change your pointy teeth. Well, just throwing that out there. No, that's not what Melvin Goldfein said. So. straight. I don't. Do you find my teeth to be crooked? You have to look at my teeth, my smile. Your teeth are crooked. They are not crooked. Yes, I mean, I have are. a couple that are not perfect, but again, crooked teeth. I mean, there are people that have horrible teeth. You I don't have say horrible. Your teeth are horrible, but your your bottom teeth in particular are crooked. So are mine. My teeth are not. I didn't have braces. She but tells I, me the other day, she's like, you got a double chin. I, was like, I, I don't have a double chin. I didn't say that. Like, I well, did you, not say you like, have a double She's like, go like this. What is this? You can pull any skin over here. You got a double chin. I got crooked teeth and a double chin. Well, you know what? You're stuck with me, so. I did not say you have a double chin. You get all of the I sexiness right I said I have a double chin. No, you don't. But you do. Your bottom teeth are crooked. I have a tooth that's a little out of place. But you can't even notice it when I smile. It's not. But again, it's when I say crooked. It's not like it's snaggle tooth or something. It didn't say you, you know had what? Snaggle- You've offended me. I'm offended now. I have crooked teeth, too. It's okay. <laughs> this one's crooked. It's you, on top of this one. You be careful. I'll call you a scumbag, like I said yesterday. Don't, don't even bring <laughs> it up. Don't even bring it up. All right, fine. Millennial women... Uh, these are women aged uh, 25 to 44 that are married. Say the best man, if you're looking for a good man, you're still single, you're in your 30s, you're like, oh boy, maybe it's time to settle down. Get a nerdy guy. Nerdy guys make the best husbands. Hmm. Here's Isabel Brown, who posted something on TikTok. This now has uh, almost a million views. Looking for the perfect nerdy husband. Looking to settle down. Nerdy husband. Nerds, you go for the nerd. If he owns a lightsaber, green flag. If he has purchased a wand from the wizarding world of Harry Potter, <laughs> greenest possible flag. If he has an unhealthy obsession with Ahsoka Tano, you better run to the altar. Bonus points if he's obsessed with Monopoly. Because those little underestimated nerd boys grow up to be men who see what's in here. I mean, I suppose huh. there's probably some truth to that because they're very much, in, you know, they're not mach- machismo. What do they call it? The toxic masculinity where you need to beat your chest for the sake of beating your chest. I mean, I can understand that, I suppose. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I guess. As but doesn't long a woman... as those are also your interests yeah. because it wouldn't make sense to be with somebody who, who doesn't like Star Wars and you have a guy who's literally obsessed with Star Wars. Well, it if seems you, like... uh, you read the comments here, what they're saying is that, you know, sure, as long as you don't hate Star Wars... Go with the guy that's a little nerdy because they tend to be more in touch with their feelings, and that means they'll be a better husband, a better dad, a better partner. I, I think that's a that's a broad generalization of people to say that, but don't women and you know they all say that you know they, they don't like a oh, I'm a man, but women do like a they're most women do like a man well, that's I like think, a like a sweaty working out in the field kind of man, don't they? I think everybody has their own type, no. so I don't think you should you should just go for. Know, a different is, type because that you think that that's what you is there to, any woman that's really into Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory a guy looks absolutely. like that a, pa- a pasty All guy times. with a thumbnail Ab- head like that absolutely I don't know. absolutely yes everybody has their own type Joe I know this is a little judgy of me but we're having uh, brunch the other my sister and she goes to all these hoity-toity like we go to this french place for brunch and it's right. fine you know, it's good and it's right. true the young couples that come in there there's like a lot of young people in her neighborhood the young couples 
the guy is, you know, he's got he's carrying the bag with the with the diapers in it and all of that. My dad, yep. my grandpa never did any of that sort of stuff. And I'm not saying that a man is above doing it, but they definitely are kind of who don't you know? They're, they're not like men that are out there chopping wood like Paul Bunyan. You right. know, a lot of these uh, a lot of these kind of guys, these nerdy guys, these uh, these woke New York kind of guys are a little. A little wimpy to me. Oh, they they help their wives and, it's not and about- help take care of the children. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, that they're no. wimpy. How wimpy. Oh, that what a, is. That's what a wimp! How what dare you help your being. wife? <laughs> Helping your wife and taking care of the children. Oh, oh God, you're, you're a wimp. Off to jail. When have you ever been logging? By the way, <laughs> I'm a great logger for your okay. information. I told you I like axe throwing. I'm very manly. Yeah, as long as it's in a controlled space in a, in, in in East Brunswick. Well, right. I'm a I'm a man of my times. So I don't we're have to go out to do the woods. it twice, and then the arms not... gonna hurt. We're going to be done. So, but the guy the guy helping his wife carrying the diaper bag, helping the child, whip. What a whip! Can you look at this guy, hoity-toity wimp? <laughs> he was hoity-toity, and I'll tell you what, I'm proud of him because I got imperfect teeth. I'm a badly band. <laughs> and Rochelle, not would not would only be over for throwing the axe, right? Mm-hmm. But he'd complain about his arm. <laughs> oh, apps for two days after. No right? question. Oh, at least, at least. <laughs> Number three, Vanna White said, "Yep, she's coming back to Wheel of Fortune." Announced today for through her her, uh, her publicist that she signed a new deal. It'll run through twenty twenty six, so three more years. That'll be uh, the first two years of Seacrest taking over for Pat Sajak next fall. Uh, she got quote a substantial pay increase. First oh, time, uh, first time in eighteen years, she's gotten a raise. Good. They have not disclosed what she's getting, but she is presently getting three million dollars, according to reports. So, if she gets a substantial raise, they're estimating it's about seven to eight million. So, good for you, Van. Good for her. Good for and you. You know what? I know this is probably going against the grain, but I think that that uh, Ryan's going to be absolutely amazing at that show. I think he's going to be good he's too. Be I agree. Great at it. I agree. Yep. I think he's going to be good. I don't know if amazing is right. I think he'll do fine. I mean, he's a totally capable. Host, he's yep. pleasant, he's good enough look. Is he going to be amazing? I don't know. I mean, I happen to think Pat is pretty amazing at bringing a dumb, dopey game and yep. making it pretty good. But th- it was, you know, you know what, Seacrest guys. Seacrest's problem is he's too nice. Sajak has got a little bit of, like, people say something stupid. He goes, No, I said, No, <laughs> there is no C. You cannot buy It's not a vowel. Like, I like when Pat Sajak yeah, does I, that. You know? I think that came with time because Pat yeah. has been doing it for so long. He's that just he gets fed a, up with people. Yeah, he gets a little annoyed. <laughs> he's, and so I think that with time, Ryan will also become a little cynical well i hope so (laughs) i'm on board i like ryan if he can be a little more mean then i'm on board honestly ryan when he started american idol was much kinder than he is now and now sometimes he's like really that's what you're wearing Okay. Fine. So I think it comes But see, that's time. what I'm not crazy. Like, Drew Carey is also too nice. I used to, Bob Barker got a little testy some he days. Did. Some he days did. Bob was not feeling, his yeah. back hurt a little bit. He wasn't feeling Plinko. That's what I liked about Bob, you know? Right, right. That was the best part of Bob. <laughs> Number two. Plinko. <laughs> not feeling it. Did you, speaking of Pat Sajak, did yeah. you know that our friend Bill Evans uh-huh. was a finalist for that job? I did not know that. No. Yeah. I did yeah. know that uh, Chuck Woolery had the job. Two and two, and then he had some sort of a dispute with Merv Griffin, and that's right. how uh, Pat Sajak ended up oh. with the gig because Pat happened to be. I mean, talk about this. Now Pat was a DJ. Do you know that he was a rock and yeah, roll yeah, DJ? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he managed to get a gig on a TV station, led to another gig at TV station. Merv is like on a business trip and turns on the news in his hotel room. Is like that kid's good. I think he should be the new host of Wheel of Fortune. Imagine that. You get a call out of nowhere. They're like, ah, there's a Merv Griffin on the phone. The that's guy's amazing. Just, that'd be like Easter Nick gets a call to go do something. That'd be yeah. Well, he, he wouldn't because he's busy yeah. on his four-month uh, European vacation. But You're right. Well, <laughs> if, that's one story. If you're at home, you know, you might get the call from Merv Griffin, go host Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. 
Number two, I want to do an I told you so. I'm going to do an I told you so here. I called it, all right? Mm-hmm. There's accusations now being canceled. Russell Brand, you heard of this? Heard of this guy? There's uh, interviews now surfacing with his ex-wife, Katy Perry, with his former girlfriend and co-star, Kristen Bell. I guess they dated before she was with Dax, that he had creepy behavior. Other women have come forward and said he was inappropriate. You told me you thought he was very funny. I called it. I told you there was something something off, something about this guy. Yeah, you've uh, never liked him. You, you've not only do I not like him, I can't stand the sight of him. He, he, he makes me want to dig a hole and crawl into it. You, can't stand the guy. You have said that. So I feel, uh, while I'm sorry that if this is true, that he treated people this way, I certainly hope... Um, that the world now sees him the way I did because I have not liked this guy from the minute he appeared as a celebrity. He is the mm. worst. He, he looks like he's dirty, he smells, and now we learn he's a creep. <laughs> so I'm glad his career is over. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. K- Katy Perry is doing much better with that Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She definitely she definitely notched it up with yeah. Orlando Bloom. But I... So I told you so. I, I still thought he was funny in some of the movies he was in. I but Now he's canceled. He's, but he's a, if he's a creep, then he's a creep. And now he's he, canceled. He deserves to be canceled. He's so a, you were right. You have hated him from the... Every time... I'm sorry, what was that? I was what? You were right. Oh, okay. You were. Every single time that you ever saw him on television, on a movie, you're, I hate him. I don't like him. I don't like him. Well, thank you. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I thought you just had a crush on Katy Perry. That, that That's what was going on. I like well, Katy, but it, it's funny. I, I mean, she's a pretty woman, but I don't have a crush on Katy Perry. I'd like us to be friends with Katy Perry. She seemed like she'd be a lot of fun to go on. You know, like, you go on a family vacation, she's going to want to do crazy stuff. You'd have a lot of laughs with her in Orlando. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a crush on her. Yeah. She okay. just seems like she'd be a lot of fun to have in your life. Sure. Because she's like, we're going to go skydiving dressed like strawberries. You know, like, that'd be kind of, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, Katy, you're a lot of fun. <laughs> Let's have a drink. You know what I mean? She'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, do you think my teeth are crooked? I have no, I don't, I have never, I don't know. I never even looked. She says my teeth are crooked. Who? Rochelle just said this. Your teeth oh. are crooked. Your bottom teeth are crooked, not your top teeth. Your I bottom. mean, I might have a crooked teeth, but a tooth, but <laughs> teeth. I might have crooked teeth. Should, but should we take a photo of them and yeah. we, can, we can post them? Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. well. Number one, new poll 40% of people say they never go commando. <laughs> 35% of people say they'll do it sometimes, if not always. 19% of people say they rarely wear underwear. I have openly admitted this all the time. I never wear underwear, ever. Unless unless I have to. I would have thought that 95% of people say they regularly wear underwear. And maybe there's 5% of people that walk around. Uh, but remember, this includes thongs and all yeah, those sort of things. Yeah. But f- only 40% of people say they never. That means that more than half of people walking around with no underpants some of the, most of the time. That's wild. I mean, you have pants on. It's not like you're not covered. I know, but there's a reason that we wear undergarments. I only wear them if I have a dress or if I'm wearing uncomfortable jeans. Otherwise, I'm out. They're too much too. <laughs> no, you get the lines. I got them. They roll when you yeah. got to pull them back up. I mean, it's just too much work. I'm not doing it. Next time you're sitting next to somebody, you think to yourself, there's a likelihood, there's a probability, Who more cares? than 50% chance that this person has on no underpants. What's the what's hmm. the difference between one extra little piece of fabric? They are still wearing clothes. Let me tell you, depending who it is, all the difference, okay? <laughs> all the difference. Wednesday, oh, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Our buddy Philip Phillips. I love Philip Phillips. He's 33 today. Kristen Johnston. Remember her from uh, Third Rock from the Sun? She's a oh, big, tall lady. Oh, the blonde, yes. She's 56. Gary Cole, 67 today. He's the guy that goes, uh, hey, Peter, in office <laughs> space, what are you doing Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin, the guy that wrote Game of Thrones. Chuck Benzano from Styx. Sophia Loren, 88 mm. today. Are you sure she's alive? No, no I think she's gone. I, I thought she, she died. Said she'd be 88 today. Is she alive or is she dead? Can we double check on that? I think Raquel Welch 
Or is it Raquel Welch no, that's dead? Raquel Welch is, has passed away. Sophia Loren is 89 today. Okay, so she's yeah, alive. No, she's alive. Does yeah. that mean his birthdays she's are a year a- off? Is she 89 or 88? Uh, 89, it says 89, here. All right, yeah. I, got, I got yesterday's uh, list then. So, Philip, yeah. th- add a year to everybody. I just told you there. <laughs> I pulled last year's list. Right. Today's National Pepperoni Pizza Day, National Fried Rice Day, National String Cheese Day. There's a couple of good ideas for dinner oh, tonight, don't you think? Oh, yum. Any of those would be just fine for me. Yeah. What you should do is you roll the string cheese in a little bit of egg and then a little bit of breadcrumb, and then mm. you throw it in your air fryer, and you got a perfect cheese stick. That sounds good. Ooh. Easy peasy. Delicious. Munching on those with my crooked teeth. <laughs> Over to the Celebrity Hotline, big time rock and roller, the Stray Cats, his very own orchestra. He will be performing September 27th at the Count Basie Center for the Arts. Here's Brian Setzer. Good morning. Hi, Robbie. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. It's great to talk to you. Uh, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I've seen you in concert. You put on an amazing show. So I'm pumped you're back here, our area, at the Basie September 27th. The Rockabilly Riot is coming. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What do you think it is about rockabilly that has been so enduring? It is kind of, it's endured so through so many culture changes, so many changes in musical tastes over the years. What is it about rockabilly that keeps filling up theaters like the Basie? It's, it's never going to be the most popular thing or the least, but it, it seems to get under people's skin. And once they like that sound, I think it's the twanging guitar, the stand-up bass, the primitive sound. And once it gets under their skin, they're, they're kind of lifers. You know what I mean? You're, you, you kind of like this stuff for life. I've kind of discovered that. You go back and listen to, you know, Gene Vincent, who I'm sure is an influence on you, to uh, Eddie Cochran, some of those those artists from the 50s. And those records, I mean, sure, I mean, they don't necessarily sound like the pop music of today, but they sound like they could have been recorded today. They don't sound dated at all. I think there's something very unique about the music that was made by those artists at that time, which I'm, I'm sure you'd agree. Yeah, it's really funny. Like, if, if you put on a Gene Vincent record, you could play that for someone who's never heard rockabilly music. You know, only listens to the What's Out Now. And, and they'll say, yeah, man, I did that. What is that? There's something enduring about it because it's the foundation, you know? Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about guitars, because I'm just reading uh, something in your bio I didn't know here, Brian. Now, you've got your own line of guitars. How many guitars do you personally own? How many do you bring on tour? Tell me about your relationship with you and your guitars. <laughs> Boy, it is, it, is a, it is a personal relationship. I guess, huh? Yeah, well, sure. I probably have... I How many guitars do I own? I probably have 50 or 60 guitars. I fell in love with Gretsch guitars because when I, when I first started out, I picked one up because I wanted to look like Eddie Cochran. Yeah. I was young. And then I discovered that the Gretsch had a sound that was halfway between a Gibson and a Fender. It, you could get the twang out of the Fender and, and like and like the, the beat of the Gibson. And it kind of set between them. And it was just what I was looking for. Uh, Gretsch asked me if I'd like to do a model. So we kind of revamped it, tore the whole guitar apart. Because those guitars were originally made for like country music, you know, Chet Atkins model. Right. So they didn't stand up to rock and roll. So we kind of beefed them up a little bit and uh, fixed them up to my specs. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you um, inducted Chet into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? I did. I, I inducted Chet Atkins into the Hall of Fame. Wow. I mean, what a what a moment that is. I mean, talk about a legend. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was great. And then afterwards, a little side note: his son came up and he said, "My dad would like you to have this," and he gave me Chet Atkins' thumb pick. Oh wow! Chet Atkins used the thumb pick. You know? Wow. So uh, I thought that was pretty. 
have a collection there. <laughs> We're talking here with uh, Brian Setzer. You mentioned uh, Eddie Cochran. I had a couple of moments from your career I wanted to mention to you and see if you had a memory that pops out. Tell me a little bit about doing the La Bamba movie and playing uh, Eddie in the movie. I mean, as one of your heroes, I imagine that must have been kind of a surreal experience. Yeah, it was different to memorize lines for a movie, I'll tell you that. But when I got there, they had taken over this whole high school and made it entirely like 1959, you know. And it was crazy. I mean, there was nothing out of place. You know, because in a movie, you got to have the 1950s water fountain that can't be new. So it was surreal. As much as I enjoyed it, it, was, it, it wasn't easy for me. I had a newfound respect for acting because even to memorize, like, you know, four or five lines, it's like, no, you didn't do that right. You have to sit down as you're saying that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a different skill set than being a, a performer on stage, no doubt. Yeah, I find actors want to be you know, have respect for guitar players and vice versa. Talking about uh, being on film, you kind of lead me to another question I wanted to ask. I think about the uh, the videos you did when you were with the Cats. They're iconic videos, especially iconic because you guys kind of hit at that time right when MTV was starting out. Do you have any memory as like, you know, what the discussion was when you're thinking about what the, the look of those, those early videos were going to be like for, you know, She's Sexy and Seventeen, for example? Oh my gosh. So when MTV first came out, we, we were over uh, over UK and they said well we're going to make a video well why do you need a video we're, we're going to play live <laughs> no there's a new channel MTV so I just wanted to, to portray we took the rockabilly thing and you know we were characters in that band you know I mean who, who had a stand up bass player in 1980 so I remember back then wanting to feature Slim Jim standing up Lee Rocker spinning standing on the bass and me with that big old fat guitar you know, and that's basically for there, you know. All right, so let's talk, let's think about this. You, I'm talking about the movies, talk about the Stray Cats. You've had all this success. You sell millions and millions of records. A number of years go by, and now it's the late 90s. Jump, Jive, and Whale hits. You kind of have a whole new fan base that learns of, you know, with the Brian Setzer Orchestra, and you've kind of become, in a way, also the king of Christmas through some of the work you've done with the orchestra. What, what's your relationship with Christmas music? How did you become kind of the king of, of swinging Christmas? for any of that to happen, I, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas to start, okay, so I, 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 it was always my dream to start this big band. I had no idea it would take off. You know, it's like this big monster you're trying to take off the ground, right? Yeah. So Brian Levant's name was, was doing a movie with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Jingle All the Way. Yeah. He loved the big band. Would you do a version of Jingle Bells, a rock and roll big band version? They were just bucketing for it. So, you know, to write big band stuff, you have to sit down and write the actual music. It's called Charts. So the 17 parts. So it's not like you could just say, okay, I'll do it. We'll do it this afternoon. It takes a minute. All right, so I gave them Jingle Bells. Viber. How do you rock Jingle Bells? Somehow I did it. Well, they flipped deck over that, and they, then they kept asking me for more and more. So I wound up having three or four songs of that movie Jingle All the Way. Again, they were bugging me. Would you do a Christmas show? And they said, it just seems to make sense. So I, I kind of cobbled one together, and they have not let me stop doing it. <laughs> well, nothing wrong, it nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, I, I love it because those songs are such classic. I'm, I'm going to bring it back again. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, meanwhile, the Rockabilly Riot is coming September the 27th. It's just 7.30 in the evening show, so get your tickets now at uh, thebasey.org or through the box office by phone. Always great to see you. Always great to talk to you, Brian Setzer. Thanks for making some time, man. Okay, well, we'll 
see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, we're looking forward to hosting that show, too, so it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grease my hair back like John Travolta. <laughs> oh, my God, Sandy, I'm rock and rolling over here. Oh, my God. Hilo. Let's try and give away some free money. Caller 10. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Are you driving already? I'm driving to work, yes. Are you highly caffeinated? Very high. I can't you tell. <laughs> well, you're caller number 10. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Pauline. <laughs> All right, we're going to play for some money. It's between 107 and 1007. It's a number ending in seven. Tell me what it is exactly, and that cash jackpot is all yours. What do you think? Okay, I'm going to say 707. 707. It's too low. Too low. Too low. Oh! oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not fair. Well, it is fair, I think. <laughs> but listen, you can play again, and how about we get you a bus shirt just for getting through? Okay, thank you. All right, hang in the line. <laughs> Man, she was so bummed out. She was. I didn't break the rules. Did I know it was I fair? I don't think so. All right. Next chance after nine, high, low, free money game. It was fair. I'm just I, yeah. Kind of... She just wanted to win. That's okay. <laughs> we need it. a referee in here. She just wanted to win. All right. That's She could try again. It's Pauline okay. from Hazlitt. Pauline Coppola. Kermit? Yeah, her last name, Coppola. So I don't want to mm. mess with the Coppolas. Oh no. No. We'll get, you, we'll get you a box shirt. Maybe we'll even throw on a neon tee. We might have an extra oh, stash in the back. Do we have some of those left? Yeah, we have some leftovers <gasps> that were for people that really wanted them that are friends of the boss. So. Fun. Mm. All right, Pauline. Next chance to win uh, after 9 o'clock. We do it at 6, 9, 1, and 5. Four chances to win free money. Joe, you listen to a lot of radio around the area. Anybody else giving away free money? I don't think so. No, not that I'm aware of. I think no. You want to win some free money, have some fun on the radio. I think you're stuck with us. So I don't think anybody can afford it. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure we can either, but somehow we talked him into well, it. It's all right, though. Yeah. By the way, Brian Setzer, we were just talking to there. Uh, He's t- great. He is great. We got tickets to see him if you want to be part of the show. And again, uh, Rochelle and I are uh, pleased that he asked Hosting us to come it, and yeah. host a thing. So we'll be out Very there cool. uh, September 27th. We'll have those tickets coming up. 710 this morning with your mystery oldie of the day. You see the pictures from the new bar that Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods have opened in Times Square? No. They call it the Gulfers Dream Bar. Hmm. 22,000 square feet. It has the biggest <laughs> public video screen, they say, in all of the New York City metropolitan area at over 200 inches. That's a big screen wow. TV right there. That is big. 22,000 square feet. That's right. And then right in the middle of the bar, they get the big 200 plus, 205 inch television screen to watch wow. uh, your favorite sporting event. They got golf simulators and, of course, uh, special drinks and stuff. I think uh, Justin owned like a Southern Soul Food place uh, in Hell's Kitchen a while back. I don't know if he's still got that. He's but. had a couple investment properties. I don't know how I feel about him teaming up with Tiger Woods, though. I don't know. You know, there were some, I don't want to stir the pot here, but there were some rumors that Justin Timberlake yes. had been a little cozy with one of his co-stars mm-hmm. and it might have caused some problems in mm-hmm. the, the marriage. Mm-hmm. And of course, we know that Tiger Woods has had his trouble. So it does make you scratch your head how these two became buddies, yeah. doesn't it? A little yeah. bit. Well, I know that Justin loves to golf. I do know that. Well, maybe he's, that's he's all it is. an avid golfer. So I do understand that. And obviously, Tiger Woods, like him or not personally, he's a he's an amazing golfer. He might be the GOAT, yeah. Right. But... I don't know. Mm. Oh. <laughs> what, what's the matter? You don't think he's a goat? No. But uh, go ahead. Finish. I don't know. I mean, who would you say? Uh, Jack. I mean, Jack Nicholas, sure. Arnold Palmer. Those are all. Sure. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. No, Jack. Jack's a goat. And yeah. then Tiger's right there, though. I mean, right. you know. Right. I'm just saying he's right certainly there. one of the greatest of all time. So, you mm. know. Without doubt. Yeah. And you think about the uh, just the rent it would be. 
and the construction cost to yeah, put this I thing together imagine. in Times Square, and you say, who's got the kind of coin to pull that off? Well, Justin Timberlake Justin and Tiger Woods. Yeah, really, Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. I imagine Tiger's got more money yeah. than Justin, don't you think? He doesn't need JT. Nope. Doesn't need him at all. Yeah. Guy's got to be worth close to a billion. So, got to be. Let's see. $1.1 billion, actually. How much money has Justin Timberlake got? Just out of curiosity. Don't you, aren't you glad that people can't do this with us? He's got $250 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> well, no, we did do it. You, you might have been uh, off that day, but we did go around the room, and somehow it said that Joe had $3 million. It said that Ross oh. had uh, yeah. 750000 And everyone's like, where is this? Remember, I had Derek Hoff on the phone. I think that's how we get on it. And he mentioned something about how he was... It's not a funny thing, but he was bullied in school. And I said, well, let them Google uh, Derek Hoff and they're going to, you know, because pictures of him with celebrities and he's, right. he's married to a model or some baloney. And he said, yeah, you know, it's funny as you Google your net worth and you're like, I might be on TV, but I don't know where people come up with this stuff. I mean, <laughs> I do okay, but I'm not worth $10 billion. So who knows if any of that's true when you Google that. Yeah. $10, they said he's worth $10 billion. Not $10 billion, but it was like oh. $150 million. He's like, I don't know where they come up with that. But, you know, if those kids had picked on me when I was little... Google me, great. I'm glad it ruins that's your day. Right. So I that's thought that was, right. that's how we got talking about it. But yeah, it's just Nolan's worth $3 million. No, uh. that's not even close to being true. And then we don't come up at all if no. you Google well, us. Well. I mean, we come up, but not for the net worth. Yeah. Well, that, there's, there's a reason for that. There's, there, there's no net worth. There's no net worth. <laughs> there's no worth here at all. Well, anyway, good luck to Tiger and uh, JT. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, yeah, like a cool, it sounds like a cool place. It's got bowling alleys and... Golf you know what I'd like TVs. to do again is that uh, axe throwing. Remember we did that oh, at the place in Freehold? that's really fun. That's really, re- it's tough though. It's hard. I mean, obviously they have the, you can actually do it. But then this place, uh, Joe and Freehold, they had us out there and they've got a screen. It's like a golf simulator. And it, it looks like a, you know, it's like an animated tree. And you throw the, the axe there and you get to hit the certain part of the screen to get points. Uh, but the axe is real. It's and, you know, real they, they give you a whole thing about how to safely throw it. It's kind of fun. And it's kind of you know, get your uh, get your aggression, your energy out a little bit. Yeah, it's, there's one on Route 22, and I think it's either it might be North Plainfield, but it, uh, it there's always people in there. It's always crowded. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's one of those things you don't realize that you have muscles up there until you use them when you throw yeah. an axe, yeah. and the next day you're like, oh my god, <laughs> right. I can't feel my arms. You know, if they were smart. There'd be a little pharmacy out in the front. They say aspirin on your way yeah. out. They yeah. make a lot of extra money doing that. Oh, yeah, painful. But the axe throwing is a little easier for me than the, uh, I try and swing at the golf ball. Even the uh, simulator, I, I missed the ball. It's I'm, no good. Yeah, I'm the worst golfer. This is a true story. I think I mentioned this before. I went and got lessons because I, at one point, was like, this is something I got to do. I got to be a golfer because I got to go make deals on the golf course. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, yeah. And I took a lesson. And after the uh, first lesson, in 45 minutes, the guy's like, listen, I can make you better, but like, this is probably not for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I tried, oh, I tried jogging and or tennis and or uh, just go die. So You, you probably really need funny. like a custom club because you're so, tall. T- because yeah. you're so tall. So I would imagine it would be hard for you to get the right grip if you didn't have a club that was made specifically for you, at least yeah. for your height. Well, you're very kind. I'm also just not coordinated in any well, that way, shape, too, or form. That but, too, but. Well, there is that. But but it is, but, she, but she's absolutely right. If you're really tall, you need custom clubs. Yeah. 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 You're just not going to be able to swing the club properly if it's if you have to choke all the way down so it's just it's impossible and god bless him when my grandpa died he was a great golfer loved it did it for years and years he left me his clubs and now i have cousins that, that golf so it was very very sweet and heartwarming that he did that because i'm not a golfer yeah and that was one of the reasons i was going to try and golf but again i'm not making fun of them but the golf clubs he had were like those 1940s bing crosby golf clubs well, like that nice you? wooden and they're beautiful clubs but you walk out there on the golf course and you kind of look like a goofball that's doing like a parody <laughs> of a golfer you know you look like rodney dangerfield from caddyshack yeah hey let's please, dance you know please 
please tell me you didn't go on a golf course with wooden golf clubs. I absolutely did. <laughs> please tell I me. I absolutely did. That. And that's why I was inspired to take lessons because I got invited out with a group of my buddies. And not only did I look ridiculous with, because then I didn't bring balls. So I had to buy balls and they're out of balls. So I had to buy pink ladies balls. And then oh, I got the wooden golf clubs. God. My goodness. And I bought the pants. So I was out there with the checkered pants. And then you I'd take it 15, 16 shots in a hole. I wouldn't leave until I got it the ball in the hole. Oh. And they were just like, we can't be seen with you. Please go away. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll take lessons. And the guy's like, this is, I feel bad taking your money. This is not for you. Did you come to the lessons with your wooden golf clubs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And he said, these are beautiful clubs, but they're, yeah, they're, they're antiques. Not, they're not playable. Right. You can't use them anymore. No, you know? no, they're, no. So. No, no. So that's what yeah, I know they're, about they're golf. They're usually made of like titanium now. Yeah. They're not no. made of wood anymore. That's, crack that's, them in half. That's what I know about golf. So <laughs> good luck to Tiger. I would have loved to have I'm seen sure that. I'm sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> no, any, but not just you. I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, getting out there ready to go and you look and here's this guy with wooden golf clubs, pink <laughs> balls, checkered pants, and oh, that would have been just priceless. And there's like great. a line of people behind us because oh, I'm like, nope, sure there was. nope, I'm going to make the hole. I'm going to keep going until I get it in oh, the hole. They're like, just gosh. let the ball go. Let it go. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Didn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Scott always used to say when we play golf with him. You know, he'd be, all right, to pick that up. <laughs> Let's just go. It's a mulligan. Let's go. Next go. hole. Yeah, next hole. <laughs> it's Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, headed back into the kitchen again. Our newest baking kit from our friends at Chocolate Carousel in Wall. We will do this uh, later on this evening, get the video posted by mm -hmm. midweek. We put this on TikTok at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. And then um, you can see us in the kitchen uh, making this just like you can if you stop into Chocolate Carousel and pick up the baking kit. You can do it with your family, do it yourself, do it with your partner. It's uh, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, call them, check out their website for the for a baking kit. They, they Lisa kind of provides us with challenges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she kind of asks us what we'd like to be challenged with yeah. next. And you you said maybe something minty, and I suggested maybe something that we could decorate. Oh, that that's would right. Be I did fun. say minty, didn't I? You did. So this this month, we're doing a mint chocolate chip ice cream cone Oreo truffles. I saw the Oreo cookies in there. Boy, yes. does that and look good. The, these are so cute. They have like, there's little tiny mini uh, ice cream cones that we're going to fill with uh, the Oreo crushed up and make little truffles inside. I'm super excited to make them. It's going to be a lot of fun and probably really messy. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this is where I should just stand there and make my uh, obnoxious yes, remarks. I think this is going to be one of those videos where I'm not going to let you touch it at all. So chocolate carousel when you get the baking kit gives you all the ingredients that you need mm -hmm. and then again you do it with the family you do it with your kids you do it with your husband you do it whatever you want to do. That's right. And it's a lot of fun so we do them together you can see the video and if we can do it gosh you can do it. That's right. So we'll, uh, and then we'll have the taste test on Friday. It all culminates on Friday when John and Lisa from Chocolate Carousel come in for the big reveal, the big taste test. Once again, it's the uh, Oreo truffle ice cream snow cone with mint. Did I get that right? <laughs> no, it's the mint chocolate chip ice cream cone Oreo truffles. That's what it is. This is why I'll just stand there and Rochelle will do all the heavy lifting. I don't know why I put these things on my... I think I'll do some mint. I'll, I know what I'm doing. It's delicious. Thank you, Chocolate Carousel and Wall. Can't wait to make this tonight. Keep an eye on the TikTok for the, <laughs> for the real video. Joe Walsh and Don Henley. And Timothy B. Schmidt And she said I want to go see the Eagles So I can feel just like a kid And then she held up her lighter And I said These days you hold up your phone And then we went and put on our Depends Cause we're just getting old Welcome to the Hotel Geriatric where the food just sucks.
still wanna rock Plenty of drugs at the hotel geriatric Not to get you high But just to stay alive It's He Said Yes She Said With Robbie and Rochelle Common phrases, common expressions that irritate you a little bit. You hear them and you say, man, that that annoys me. I don't care for that. LOL might be a good example. Mm. People have now started saying this out loud loud. instead of just texting it LOL. Yeah. Um, I I very much dislike when couples in public call each other hubster or wifey. Yeah, I it's don't really too, uh, care for any kind of public displays. Uh, I, hey, hey, honey, like even that is on the borderline. No, I for don't. Me. I don't mind that, but hubster no. is too much. And wifey is cute when you first get married. If you have like a wifey <laughs> shirt, okay. But like after five years, uh, enough. Didn't like, you buy some goofy coffee mugs that we have that say yeah. hubs and wifey or whatever? They say husband and wife. I guess that's all right. But, I mean, uh, but, but it's a again, little... no, no, it's one thing to like have it on like a a shirt, but like to call, I've I've heard people say it out loud to mm-hmm. each other while you're you're walking through Target and you're like, Hubster! Like, no, don't don't do that. Can I ask you a question? Is this something you heard your ex's new wife do? Is it is that where no. this came from? No. It but I, like, she probably would. Sounds like something she'd do that would make you go, oh my God. She probably would. Oh my that God. That seems like that yeah. would be her thing. Sure. But no, I, I did not All specifically right. hear her say that. <laughs> Just checking. I don't like when people say, do you know who I am? That's, yeah, that's just obnoxious. That's obnoxious. If you have to tell people, then you're nobody. Yeah. You're nobody. Or you're, if you're you're having a conversation with someone and they say, let's unpack this. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Yeah, I mean, sure, all of those businessy, and we've talked about these before, those businessy expressions, like, let's circle back. And yeah. just to uh, repeat what I said before, or to just to be mm-hmm. sure we're covering our bases, mm-hmm. or, um, well, you get the idea. It's a common saying that annoys you. You got one? Something people say that annoys you? 732 732- 774-4444. i give you one. How about you go to the movies and say, uh, for another dollar, you want to get the bigger size? No. If I wanted the bigger size, I would have ordered the bigger size. I'm standing here in line for 10 minutes looking at your three sizes, you know? Or you go medium and they go, oh, we only have one size. I'm like, no, you don't. You have three different cups right there. What do you mean? And don't correct me if I say medium and it's like, it's a ventacino. It's medium. 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, get us on Facebook. You're he said. She said. Can we rewind that tape of Joe? Do we have the last report there? Listen, it sounds like Jacob Marley coming up the stairs and Scrooge. Listen. So that'll start to ease out pretty quickly. If you're northbound on Route 1 and Brunswick Pike, again, that accident should be cleared. Hear that? Route 36 oh. up westbound coming into Route 35. An earlier accident there also causing some delays. I thought I heard it earlier. Approaching 135 up through 140. No accident. So that'll start to ease out pretty quickly. If you're northbound on Route 1 at Brunswick Pike, again, that accident should be cleared. Well, anyway, you get the idea. Is that a tambourine going? <laughs> I don't know what that was. sounded like a, sounded like a tambourine. There's a tambourine. No, no, no. I knew I heard something there during the report. That was not the I don't the know end. why he'd be holding a tambourine, but. Luckily, we record all of these things, and I caught it. <laughs> like a ghost hunter. 732, like a tambourine. <laughs> like he's in the mamas and the papas. Why is he holding a tambourine? Congrats again to Nicole in Red Bank. On our way to see Brian Setzer, Basie Center for the Arts, September 27th. We're hosting that show, and Brian will be on the Celebrity Hotline a little bit later on this morning. Get him back on the line if you missed it. High-low free money game. Pauline from Hazlitt was our first contestant this morning for 6 a.m. We do it at 6 and 9, and then again in the afternoon at 1 and 5. No winner. She was not a winner. It's a jackpot between 107 and 1,007. Mm-hmm. A number ending in 7. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of possibility, but not infinite. So it is 
able to be figured out if you listen closely every time we play. Next chance, a little bit after 9 this morning. High, low, free money game from 1071 The Boss. Meanwhile, our he said, she said, just underway, this kind of fun, a common saying that annoys you. Something people say annoys you a little bit. Captain uh, Rich just texted in and said, what ha- happened was. What ha- happened what was. What ha- happened was. He don't care for that. I do that sometimes. Don't say that to just Captain Rich. Just to be Rich. annoying, really. <laughs> it is annoying. Something people say all the time now, and it annoys you. Maybe it is kind of a, a new expression that has popped up of late. 2909 said, at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I hear myself saying? That mm. I, I don't know where it came from. Well, I do know where it came from. I say, as a matter of fact. I say that a lot. Mm. As a matter of fact. And as a matter of fact, That's or for God's sakes, I have a, I have a couple little, call those crutches, little yeah. uh, word crutches that I've uh, picked up listening to other people over the years. As a matter of fact. Yeah, because I think it's true. If you're around somebody enough or you listen to people enough, you pick up their little mannerisms oh, a little bit. absolutely. Just like, I wonder if there's a kid who, you know, grows up with a British, British parents, you know, and they, uh, but they... Spent their formative years not with British, like yeah. when they suddenly speak like they're, they have a little bit of an accent. Yeah, like Johnny Depp is from Kentucky and he talks like he's British. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened, but I, I imagine he was around British people. No, you know? it, it it is true. I have a friend who married a, someone who's from Ireland and, and lived here for four years, and yeah, she Rochelle, somehow how are you today? She has a wee bit of an Irish accent, <laughs> and she is did not live and she does live there. It just pops up, yeah, wee bit. Or if there's little things like I find uh, I don't know why this started, but now every time I get out of a chair, I go, "Oh dear," you do, and I picked it up for my old man and I just he says that all the time and I just all of a sudden I mean I, it just started happening yeah Stacy said I hate when people say must be nice you're right it is nice <laughs> no I, I use that with myself must be nice oh yeah well because I'm just a bitter miserable yeah, person but. sure text from 8717 said love the sin or hate the sin huh. yeah how do you feel about uh, hate the game not the player uh, I think that's along the same lines I suppose. It's like, again, I don't know why I remember these things, but it's funny the things that you do remember as you get older, right? I remember there was a kid. I remember his name. His name was Ricky. And uh, he was, I think, a year behind me, maybe a year older than me. He wasn't in my class in school. And he regularly wore this T-shirt, and it annoyed me, that said, uh, second place is the first loser. And I remember thinking, what a jerk. I mean, how unnecessary is that? You're not first, you're last. It ain't possible to be first every time. I mean, you know, I mean, what a depressing, (laughs) rotten thing to put out there in the world. Walk around with that on your shirt. And not once, many times. (laughs) Such that here I am 25 years later, I still remember this. Maybe longer. One more. Text from 2903 said, I hate when people say anywho. It's so dismissive and it makes my blood boil. (laughs) Anywho. Anywhooser. Anywhooser. What happened was. Let's see what happened was. We go to line two, 732-774-4444 on this. Annoying expressions, annoying sayings. Yeah, phrase about annoying, yeah. moving forward. Moving forward. Moving forward. I would oh, like us yeah. to, uh, you know, it's really uh, when a doctor says it to you. Now, moving forward, we're going to have to change our diet and exercise routine. That really gets my goat. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, moving forward, I prob- I just did it. Matter of fact. See, I told you I got a problem with this. and It, it occurs to me. I hear myself say it. It just comes out. I should probably not say get your goat because that's kind of dumb, too. Yeah. Moving forward, we'll take more of your calls. Common saying that annoys you. 732-774-4444. Call us or text the same number or get us on Facebook. Delicious. Munching on those with my crooked teeth. <laughs> Yum. Not crooked. We can take a picture if you want. Post that. take a picture. I mean, I don't know why it, if you don't care, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It's not like. Because well, I just want to prove you wrong that I don't have crooked teeth at all. Maybe, maybe a tooth, as I said, but okay. I don't have crooked teeth. So I take okay. exemption to that. All right. All right. But now Joe wants to see it, so 
Well, we will take a picture and we will take a poll. Are your teeth crooked or not? Back tomorrow, Thirsty Thursday, bright and early uh, 6 a.m. for another big show. Uh, it be Tipsy or Toddler tomorrow. We'll have another chance of passes. 10-7-10, Mystery Newbie. Go see Brian Setzer at the uh, Count Basie Center for the Arts. We'll talk to him today. He's all pumped up for that show. Mm-hmm. We'll do a fresh he said. She said. At 7.50, Fast Five, birthdays, and a whole lot more. Um, on the way, Michelle is here. She's got Blondie, Don Henley, and she'll play the high-low free money game. I don't know if we should let her do it because she's a bonehead and screwed the contest up on Monday. <laughs> and we've had multiple messages this morning <laughs> with people saying, uh, well, gee, that I'm confused because Michelle switched. So now we calling people names, first of all. Nope. She's a bonehead. All right. Stop I'm looking right it. at her and I'm telling her she's a bonehead. Stop using names. Of course, I just screwed up the birthdays, but we, won't, we won't talk so about that. So we all make mistakes. Relax. <laughs> so if you're confused, there may or I know we might have confused up. But anyway, just know that we're on track now. Yes. And we narrowed it down quite a bit uh, earlier this morning. So we're sorry mm-hmm. if we confused you in some way because we're boneheads. We're all boneheads. If you're going to call one No, it's just Michelle. Stop it I want right her, now. Michelle, I wanted her to feel real bad about herself you know, all day. Touch him in the arm. Don't, <laughs> don't even talk to you like that. Her next chance to play is coming up at 1 o'clock. It's He Said, She Said yeah. on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Oh, all right. That's us. What's a common saying that really annoys you? Something people say all the time that annoys you. I'll give you one Joe says. Mm. You want to hear that? Hey, to be honest with you. Well, of course you want to be honest with me. You're doing a traffic report. Please be honest with me. Tell me tell me like it is. Let me lay it on me. Let me know. It could be one of those crutch things, too. Not to be honest with you. But being honest with you. What's yeah. the other people say when they go, uh, now listen, what do I know, but, and then they tell you something horrible. Sure. Like, what do I know, but you're sure. an ugly person. That shirt looks dumb on you, you know? Yeah. You stink. Well, what do I know, you know? Not for nothing, but. Do the, with all due respect. With all due respect, <laughs> I think what you're saying sucks. <laughs> Common phrases that annoy you. 732-774-4444. One four two four said, you know, you know, I I am guilty of you know. Yeah. I am absolutely Well, sometimes you need that. to gather your thoughts, I you suppose. Know? So it, it just depends the mm-hmm. context, I guess. Mm-hmm. Shane said, I don't know if this is a common saying, but apparently it's been said to him before. I said, I know it's your day off, but could you do me a favor? <laughs> He's a little upset with the boss this I morning. Guess huh? so. Amy said, it is what it is, annoys the crap out of me. Yeah. 720. What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? 7200 said, whenever I hear low-hanging fruit or let's take a deeper dive, I want to scream. That's probably something you hear if you're a salesperson. You go to the, the meeting, right? Yeah. Let's go for the low, low-hanging fruit. Made our quota this uh-huh. month. You know. Yeah. 8084 said, that seems like a you problem. <laughs> i tell you what, you say yeah a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, you're on the air. You got an answer? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you a good one. People will say literally every other word. Yeah. Literally. Now, not only is that just poor grammar, I mean, it's it's, uh, it's incorrect. It doesn't make any sense. People go, I am literally going to explode. No. <laughs> that, would be, that would be highly, highly unlikely and improbable, you know? Exactly. And I just said, you know, so I just did that. You know? Uh, you know? All yeah. right, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I am literally sounding like a valley girl right now. That would make sense. Literally. Literally. <laughs> 732-774-4444. We keep that going on the Boss Text Connect, even after hours or on the Facebook. I haven't seen the graphic yet, but I imagine Rochelle made a clever little one. You know, let's sneak in one more call. This One more call. They've been hanging. Hi, it's the boss. Uh, hi, good morning, guys. Love your show. Thank you. Oh, thank what- you. What I hate hearing all the time is that's how we've always done it. Oh, oh yeah. God. That is terrible. Right. 
That is terrible. Just because that's how you've always done it doesn't mean it's the right way to do it. No, but hang on. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. They always say it like this. No, well, that's the way we've always done it. Yeah. That's the the way they, the the tone in which they always say it to you. That's the way we've always done it. Very dismissive. (laughs) Exactly. Thanks Uh, for calling. Have a beautiful day. That's a great one. Not the way we do it around here anymore because there's a new sheriff in town, babe. Enough. Common sayings that annoy you, make you a little nuts.